about this. Our brains change. Memory is an amazing. What you think is in our there brains is aren't really finished. They're not fully cooked yet. You go with your heart. You we don't have any idea why because we're, we're so doing smart. The things that we're doing. But here's the deal: that focus on negative things, that focus on things that create anxiety, feeds on itself in the way that news is likely to be delivered. I'm Art Markman. I'm Bob Duke. I'm Jack Anderson in for Rebecca McEnroy, and this is Two Guys on Your Head. Today, 24-hour news cycle. Certainly we live in a time right now with cable television and cable news, there is need to fill airtime with something. And it raises the question, are there that many interesting things that happen in a day that it would take an entire day (laughs) to tell people about them? We are in an era in which we can binge watch an entire season of a television show where you know there's a set of episodes, and by the end of it, they're going to save the world. So the longer I watch, the closer I get to saving the world. And I can speed that up or slow it down. If I choose to watch it over several weeks, it'll take several weeks to save the world. If I binge watch the thing, I can save the world in 12 hours. So now an event happens, and we park ourselves in front of the TV set as if the longer we pay attention to the news cycle, the more likely it is that we're gonna come to some conclusion. When in fact, real life events unfold slowly. We end up just watching a recapitulation of the same facts with different spin given to it. Why do you sit there and binge watch the TV show? Because it's exciting. And some of that excitement is also a little bit of anxiety. What's going to happen to the world? Well, in the news, the world is the world. (laughs) And so that anxiety doesn't get resolved. And so what you're doing is reinforcing to yourself a state of anxiety that there are these issues that are unsettled in the world that might threaten the world. Now, we take the bigness that gets us watching these TV shows and we apply it in a place where it probably doesn't belong to the world in peril. But then, unlike the TV show, we can't wrap it up at the bottom of the hour. And so we leave people with anxiety that the world is falling apart, which then brings us back to that news cycle again the next day to find out what happened. Are we still here? A lot of what now passes for news reporting has been contaminated by this incentive to keep as many people as possible watching for as long as possible. It's pretty boring just to talk about these sort of pedestrian things that happen day in and day out, even if they have long-term consequences. And it's much more enticing to potential watchers or listeners or viewers to present things that are depicting high drama and dramatic consequences, even though the people who are giving all that information know that nothing's going to happen for the next week, but we've got to keep you watching. So we've got to say more stuff about it, even though we don't really have any more information. We have to recognize that by checking the news all the time for most stories that are actually quite slow to develop, and for which the time element isn't that important, you don't have to be the first one to know about it. You certainly don't need an alert on your phone for it. We have an opportunity to disconnect from this and as a result to manage the anxiety because you have anxiety when you are actively noticing the threat and haven't been able to avoid it. When you're anxious, you notice potential threats in the world. 
and you believe there might be another threat lurking around every corner, which of course increases your anxiety because now the world feels like a threatening place. Now, not only do you go looking for actual threats out there in the world, you start interpreting other things that are actually probably quite benign as threats. And suddenly you're living in a state of heightened anxiety that you actually have some control over if only you would remove some of the factors that are increasing that anxiety level from your environment. And one phenomenon that all of us experience is a so-called need for closure. You know, we'd like to get to the end of something, some stopping place. When we hear the start of something or the middle of something, and we know there's more to come, it will be more satisfying in many ways to just get it over with. You know, let's get to the end and get it done. But of course, what every good artist knows, what every good playwright knows is that you want to delicately set expectations and then thwart them strategically so things only happen when it's going to be maximally satisfying for the reader or the viewer or the listener or those kinds of things. But there's an aesthetic in all of that that's playing upon a basic principle that affects all of us, and that is we'd like to know what happens and how things turn out. And what a 24-hour news cycle does is sort of perpetuates this idea that things are not yet finished and any minute we may know more. And if we don't, we're just going to keep talking anyway. So there's this misperception that things are actually coming and progressing and getting toward a conclusion when actually they're just going to go on as long as people can make them keep going. The news tends to focus on the negative. And the reason for that is because negative events are much more salient for us When a good thing happens, that was great, but it's not going to cause us any damage in the long term. But if a bad thing happens, we'd better find out why, make sure that doesn't happen again. To the extent that news producers are trying to cater to the viewers, they are going to focus more on stories that will capture people's attention, which are going to be stories that create some threat, which not only rivet people in the moment, but keep them coming back because they want to find out, is the threat still there? Yeah. I think if there's a great $5 tip for making your life calmer, it's setting times when you decide you're going to look for something and then stick to that schedule rather than having push notifications come to your phone at any instant. One of the things that that does is you are controlling the schedule, right? You are deciding when you're going to pay attention to something rather than someone else making that decision for you. We have to remember that most devices have an off switch and not only can we use it, we should use it. And we should exercise our discretion in what media we choose to consume at what time. Next time, we'll talk about actions and intentions with Dr. Art Markman and Dr. Bob Duke. You can listen back to this show or any of our archive shows at KUT.org and subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Our engineers are David Alvarez, Jake Perlman, and Michael Crawford. I'm Jack Anderson in for Rebecca McEnroy, and I co-produce Two Guys on Your Head at KUT Radio in Austin, Texas. Thank you.